Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Remember the Thai Cave Rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Tommy Dreamer go down the road of nostalgia, the foundation of why... We fell in love with pro wrestling in the first place. There is a special song and video by John Lajoie. And we're going to talk to John on our episode today. But we also talked to the nation about our first moments. The first show that we went to. The action figures. Nostalgia. Today on the Busted Open Podcast. Tommy, could you explain the guests that we're having at 1130, because I first found out about this gentleman through Crowbar. Crowbar sent me the video, and I know it's something that you saw. It actually got you emotional, Tommy, and then you wanted to have this guy on our show today. Uh, Yeah, he's uh, at John, L-A-J-O-I-E, comedy, and uh, he writes songs. He did a music video. Uh, for his new song that's uh, coming out where he had just talk about simpler times when his uh, childhood was much simpler and captured a window of his soul, as they say. And uh, the video went viral. I saw it from uh, Cardona. He had posted it and uh, I thought it was really, really cool. And then I just reached out to him and said, hey, man, you want to come on, help promote your thing? He was like, oh, my God, absolutely. So that's uh, we're having know nothing about the guy. But he made a yeah. viral video about wrestling action figures, and we'll uh, we'll find out about him. And hopefully, his I mean, if his release does as good as his video, the guy's uh, we get him right before he's super famous, brother. But it is like Crowbar sent it to me, and Crowbar actually said like it was getting him a little bit of a, a little bit emotional. And I got to be honest with you, watching it, and I think anybody our age, Tommy, would understand, and maybe even younger fans who collect action figures. The whole video is based around, you know, Hulk Hogan as your WWF champion. I'm guessing like circa 1985, 1986, 1987. And it's like, it's those old LJN thick action figures that like if you hit somebody in the head with them, they would knock you out. Like, yeah. and I have, I have a ton of them. I have a tub full of those old LJN figures and all the, it's like, 
it's almost like, you know, wrestling was during the lockdown, Tommy, where I remember like, you know, AEW would be at Daly's place and it would be, you know, the wrestlers of the roster would be the audience. Go back and watch, and we talk about it so much, the Britt Baker Thunder Rosa match, you know, the lights out match. The roster of AEW was the crowd for that match. The, the match is Andre the Giant against Hulk Hogan. And the crowd is the other LJN figures. So you're looking out there and you see Brutus Beefcake and you see King Kong Bundy and Roddy Piper and Coco Beware. And it's really kind of like just Hogan against Andre. And it's kind of reliving WrestleMania 3 with the LJN figures. And you see Bobby the Brain Heenan outside the ring and... It's it's pretty amazing, and if you haven't seen it again, as Tommy said, it's at John J O N L A J O I E comedy, and um, it's like you said, Tommy. It just brings you back to a simpler time in your life, and uh, it, it does bring back a lot of nostalgia. Even at the end, you get kind of teary eyed because you see Mean Gene Okerlund. You know, the LJN figure of Mean Gene Oakland, which is one of the figures I do not have. Um, and just they throw in there, for whatever reason, some of the other figures, like not even wrestling figures, but like a Darth Vader figure and, you know, the the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man for Ghostbusters. It just, it brings you back to being a kid again. Dude, uh, I mean, you and I are old enough that these weren't invented then so i mean i used to always play with my gi joes and star wars and figures and make them uh my wrestlers and you know i would uh then once the wrestling things came out it was next level uh for a lot of people and that's what you do you set up your own ring and you have uh, matches i remember i had the what was it the junkyard dog and i think nikolai volkov thumb wrestlers which the thumb wrestling is the stupidest thing ever but you would, I mean, I had these two action figures and they were great for body slams or the JYD's big thump because of uh, the position of just how they were like that with their hands up. <laughs> they did yeah. not move. Like it was, yeah. they were impossible to move because they were so thick and heavy. And as you know, Tommy, I was more of an NWA fan than a WWF fan, especially when those LJN figures came out. When I say those LJN figures came out in 85, I want to say 80, like 85, I think was when those LJN figures came out. And I hated Tommy Hulk Hogan. I was not a Hulk Hogan fan at all. Not a fan of Yellowfinger. And I call him Yellowfinger because of the foam uh, Hulk Hogan Yellowfingers they used to sell. You've matured. You've still matured. (laughs) So I, I, for my birthday one year, I got the Hulk Hogan LJN figure and I gave it to my dog ginger as a dog toy so the dog my dog's toy was the hulk hogan ljn action figure all right a lot of di- lots of digest here number one was ginger named after uh gilligan's island yes okay that's cool figure that uh two i love the fact well that- i'm really quick really quick tommy before you move on i know it's popular in 2023 to say that Marianne was better than Ginger. I know that's popular right now. Because back in the day, it was all about Ginger and Marianne was overlooked. 
but dude, do not sleep on Ginger. Like to me, I, listen. No disrespect to Marianne, big fan. There's Ginger was was number one. Anybody that takes Marianne over Ginger, you're you're it, it, it's impossible. How could you? Ginger's my number one. But go on, please. Well, if you also think about it, Ginger was the sex symbol. She was an actress, and back then. Uh, people would be categorized as the sex symbol. I know that's uh, not used today, but yes, that's what they used to call these people. Though. Yes. The bombshells. Bombshell. Um, but uh, I love how your Mark brain would be <laughs> like, I'm going to show you yellow figure and I'm going to feed you to my dog. Ha 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 ha. Oh, you're such a nerd. How you ever met three women in your life is beyond me. Well, I not meet three women, marry three women. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> but I hated Hogan. I was a flair guy. I know, David. We we have many conversations about this. Uh, honestly, if you go talk about uh, taking you back last night, um, I was watching. I told you I watched Stuff in Order, and I could only really handle one match a night. But last night, I watched... The Madison Square Garden show where Bob Backlund and the Iron Sheik, I was there. And the first match was uh, Mac Rivera versus Rene Goulet. Oof. Not the best to watch today. But man, back then, like, I remember just being nuts about it. And then the second match, even worse, Tiger Chung Lee versus Sal Balomo in a 20-minute draw. Wow. That's, yeah, that's pushing it. But back then, dude. I, because I was there, I remember going nuts for that. But anyway, there was a, a key moment where they switched the camera angle. And I was like, that's where I sat with my dad. My dad's not here. And I was just like, holy crap. Like, I was like, man, I wish I could see myself. Right. But it brought me right back to that, that moment because I was just like, oh, man, I wish like, because our seats weren't bad, but you couldn't see me. But I mean, I don't care about me. I wanted to see me and my dad. But it took yeah. me right to that moment last night, and it got me even more invested in a really crappy match. Just because I was also like, man, I hope I can see myself somehow. And like, I'm really looking forward to watching the rest of this show, just because, dude, I don't remember anything about this show except for the end. But then the next match is. Lou Albano and Don Morocco versus Arnold Skolin and Jimmy Snuka. And I remember because I was such a Jimmy Snuka mark and I was just like going nuts, like literally jumping up and down on Jimmy Snuka, walking out with Arnold Skolin, who's probably my age now. And even like when Arnold Skolin took off his robe, I was like, oh, Arnold Skolin's going to kick your ass, you know? And it's just, again, back to a time where everything in your life was pretty darn well because all you had was pro wrestling. Tommy, I can't remember what Violetta made for dinner last night, but mm-hmm. I I go back to the first time that my dad took me to wrestling, and it was at the Meadowlands, so it, it was a show that wasn't televised. You know, the great thing about you going to the Garden is all those shows were televised. They were all live on the Madison Square Garden cable network. Uh, some of the Meadowlands shows were televised, but most of them weren't. But I remember, like, I remember exactly where I was sitting the first time I saw wrestling live. I remember the first match on the card. It was, you know, Rene Goulet against SD Special Delivery Jones. It was the first match on the card. I remember 
We were in the, the lower section of the arena, six rows up on the right, you know, facing like the right turnbuckle. The canvas was blue. It was the red, white, and blue uh, ring ropes. And I just, I remembered, I remember that match like it was yesterday. Like, I, I just, I remember like the feel of the chair. I remember like the smell in the arena. Like, ev- like yeah, man. You know, you know, and I was, I was 11 years old. 12 years old tops, but I remember everything about that experience with my dad. I remember what my dad was wearing, you know, for that. Like, it's just like, those are the types of, and again, wrestling brings that to you. We, we talked to so many fans, Tommy, of, you know, uh, sons that went with their dads or with their moms or their grandmothers and stuff like that. Like, I remember we had Shannon Sharp on the show years ago, Hall of Fame tight end. And he watched wrestling with his grandmother, yeah. you know, that was, that was, that was his and his grandmother, like every Saturday they would watch Georgia championship wrestling. And, you know, he talked about how his grandmother had a crush on Gordon Soley. Like, like, you know, here's a hall of fame player and probably countless of Super Bowl memories and stuff. But he, you know, remembers like it was yesterday, those moments with his grandmother watching Georgia championship wrestling. That's, that's the beauty of pro wrestling. And I'm glad that John was able to kind of capsulate that into a little video. And I just retweeted the video on at David LaGreca one. Like, I I think it's those types of things. That's the magic of why we love this form of entertainment. Correct. I mean, I've been to hundreds of sporting events and I can't remember most of it. Like, um, that, and, but when I go, like, I remember my first time going to Shea stadium, like, again, you see the grass, like, Oh, this is cool. And like, the only thing I remember from my first baseball game was my father yelling at me to come back to the seats. Cause I wanted to get an autograph. And then like, I got my first ever autograph of anybody. And then I was like, look what I got. Like if I would have, uh, come back to set with you i would yeah. have got this and you know and i remember my sister being there but that's all i remember about the game um but wrestling i could tell you specific events like for some reason i'm completely blocked out this entire show except for arnold Scolan throwing in the towel because i remember the whole place being in shock i remember me actually going nuts because i didn't like bob backland so it was, uh, I had a three-year vendetta at this time with Bob. No, two, yeah, three years. Three-year vendetta with Bob Backlund um, at this time. So I was happy, but I mean, I was so entrenched in professional wrestling. And it's weird, I remember, you know, because even when you'd go to the events when they were televised, you'd still, you know, tape them on your VCR. And I would come back and I was just like watching it. And I was like, man, it looks so much different from a WWE show and then i was just like it looks different because they brought in lights and they brought in the because they were switching the title you know and it was just a different atmosphere it looked different than the normal msg shows you could watch that's a, I, I, tommy that's amazing you say that because i was watching the iron sheik biography that's on a and e uh, which I thought was all those A&E biographies, Tommy, are tremendous. But they were showing the highlights of when of the match that you're talking about with the Iron Sheik and Bob Backlund. And I remember looking at the highlights and saying, wait a second, this does not look like Madison Square Garden. 
Like it doesn't yeah. look like my because Madison Square Garden, like you said, was always dark. All you would see was that exit sign lit up in the distance, and like it was so bright, almost very similar to what we see now with WWE programming, how the arena is lit. And I remember thinking, it's it's amazing you just said that. I remember thinking, like, did this? Like I, I was doubting myself. I was like, did this ma- did this moment not happen at Madison Square <laughs> Garden because it did not look like MSG? Amazing you just said that. Well, we share the same brain. Yes, we do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Then another thing, like I remember watching it now. I'm also like, why is this cameraman here? And I remember keep seeing because like when you were watching a broadcast, I didn't see the cameraman. They were normally on the sides and you had your photographers ringside, you know, and they were in the corners a lot. And then but the whole time, I remember there's this one cameraman shooting the middle, which would be into you know, it's it's a, a faux pas. You don't do it anymore where you actually see the cameraman shooting into the live, the hard camera shot. But this one dude is there the whole time. And then like fast forward a million years later, I was just like, oh, yeah, wait, this guy worked for WWE. And it, it's just it, it's so different. It, it truly is. But like, again, those first two matches. Uh, and this is why, like, I wish I still had that brain in the sense of, cause I thought those two matches were great going back there. Like I watched it and I was like, last night I'm watching. I was like, man, Renee Goulet was really, really good. And I was like, Mac Rivera was very, very inexperienced. And then like Sal Balomo and Tiger Chung Lee, I was just like, man, I, why is this match so long? And then when it finally ended, I was just like, Oh my God, they went to a 20 minute draw. But I remember specifically going nuts for Salvatore Belomo's little bit of fire up and like it again, taking you back. So, but that innocence of just being a straight up fan, just enjoying, you know, yays, booze, feeding Hulk Hogan to your dog is, is a beautiful part of your life. And that's what this whole, you know, discussion <laughs> talked about, but there's also, I mean, honestly, I still get that feeling when I'm watch, you know, certain things where I could just sit back and watch it. And just be like, wow, this, this is great. And I really, really enjoy it. It's a different, it's a different way how you look at it. Or when you, you have a, a really good, there's no perfect matches, but when you, I mean, Dave, you and I were talking about independent wrestling. Like I go out there, you go out there, we're, we're performing in front of kids and they, if it's done correctly, will sit back and enjoy what it's all about because at one point in both of our lives that was up net credit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day loans offered by net credit or lending partner banks and serviced by net credit application subject to review and approval learn more at netcredit.com slash partner net credit credit to the people looking for a new show to dive into well go to hulu and see what's new because hulu has new stuff all the time Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. 
Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. A man who really kind of just got everybody talking and this video has gone viral in more ways than one and for more reason than one. And that is we're going to talk into it and we're going to get into it and we're going to talk a lot about it. And we're going to do it with our guest who joins us right now, John Lejoie. And John, thank you so much for joining us and, and thanks for coming on. And thanks for kind of like giving us a moment and a memory. And as I said, in more ways than one. It's it's the music. It's it's the moment of Hogan slamming Andre. It's the old LJN action figures. It's using other toys as action figures with your wrestling toys that we got in to today on our show. So so John, first and foremost, thank you for coming on with us today. Ah, well, thank you, Dave and Tommy, and 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 really genuinely, thank you for having me on. Uh, I uh, I thought I wrote a, a song that was like super, super specific. You know, when people write songs, they write, you know, you try to write something that's relatable. And this was really me going like, oh, well, I don't know that anyone's going to relate to any of this. Um, there'll be a handful of people, hopefully. But uh, I've been genuinely, genuinely, really, really uh, surprised and moved by the reaction and the, the the wrestling community uh sharing it and and you both being an integral part of that um i spoke to a few people a few of my friends who are big current wrestling fans my wrestling years are between i'd say 87 and 93 ish and all of my the my my connoisseur wrestler fans i asked them about uh the radio show and about Tommy because Tommy reached out and they're like oh wow you're going into like real wrestler territory like legit people uh so you better know your stuff <laughs> well honestly it inspired uh the show today Dave and I we really don't have much formats we we, we talk uh you know what's current but then when uh, I had saw your video and so many wrestlers were sending me this video and then like wow. same with Dave 
Uh, there's two wrestlers that, I mean, they have a podcast, make a great living uh, off of just talking about action figures, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. And Brian Myers, too, he's like, dude, I've already seen this. He goes, I was stood in my tracks and I was crying watching this video. And, you know, for wrestling, it, it's all about capturing moments. Um, and it, it did. It brought us all back this entire show. Dave and I just opened up the show. We started talking about that. You were a guest and just talking. And our phones just lit up about moments uh, in wrestling when we were a kid, that innocent times. We don't have a mortgage to worry about. We don't have a career to worry about. It's just, and you, you captured it in the most simplistic form of your art. And even like with the, I had no, dude, I have no clue who you are from your picture. And then when I sent you probably the most random DM you'll ever receive in, uh, and then like, even today, once we said we were out there and then I was like, wait, I knew you from the TV show, the league, which I was, I love that show. But I mean, that's mm. the the beauty of like social media. It was a very, very good thing because it connected you and, and how this simple video made you connect with people. Uh, it's a beautiful piece of artwork that you've done. Well, well, thank you. Thank you. That that really does uh, really means a lot. And hearing that uh, wrestlers even, I mean, I got uh, the, the Jimmy Hart liked the video on instagram and i just kind of froze and i started tearing up you know um uh it's been really moving because you know if i'm gonna I, honestly when i wrote the song like i cried you know because it's it's a like it's about this like purity of joy that can i, I maybe it can be experienced as an adult I haven't been able to experience that kind of like purity of joy and excitement, um, that intense level of it um, in, a, in a somewhat simple moment. It's a historic moment, but it is still, you know, a, a couple kids at their grandma's house watching the television screen. But to be able to have for something like that, to bring out that kind of emotion. Um, the song is is a little bit about me as an adult really longing for that. And, and at least without having access to it anymore, having the memory of it and that memory carrying me through. Um, and I think about my brother a lot um, uh, with this song because we used to watch uh, wrestling together he still does and he actually most of the ljns you see in the in the music video are my brother jason's because he has just remained a wrestling fan to this day i'm a wrestling fan and i'll watch it i just i haven't kept up but he has four different versions of the belts he has the ljns he has like stuff signed autographed he really you know and so i was thinking about him a lot when writing this song and um and thinking about us being together in that moment and how much that moment meant to both of us because it kind of started with a joke where i would say to my friends i don't know how many like how many drugs and and how much alcohol and maybe magic mushrooms i'd have to swallow in order to feel that kind of excitement as an adult as i did when i was a kid watching um watching that 
and it was every wrestling event you know i i focus on wrestlemania 3 and hogan versus giant but i mean i remember like we used to have maple leaf wrestling and that was the one we had which was at noon on cfcf 12 and i mean like i think one week it was always a wrestler fighting with a more unknown wrestler and then that wrestler would would beat the unknown wrestler and then on main events, which we didn't get, which was cable TV, there there would be known wrestlers fighting each other. But once in a while on Maple Leaf Wrestling, you'd have like demolition against the Rougeau brothers and we'd lose our minds, you know? And it was maybe not Hogan versus Andre, but that kind of emotion was there the whole time watching uh, in that era of wrestling at that age, you know? Very cool. It is uh, like it is, and I'm watch like watching the video, and and I don't even I don't think he would mind that I read it, but Crowbar, you know, is the one that sent me the video, and he said, Dave, you got to check out this video. This dude did this, and I shoot teared up. Anyone from our time will connect and get it in quotes, and it's so true. Mm. Like it, 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 there is that connection, and. The tweet that you sent out with the video, and I retweeted it at David LaGreca1. We retweeted it at our Twitter account at Busted Open Radio. So definitely check out this video. It's been up less than a week, and it's got well over a million views already. But the tweet, I think, hits the point, John, and that is, this song is an ode to a window in my childhood when the world felt simple, unfettered, and unfiltered joy was still easily accessible. A time when Hulk Hogan defeating Andre the Giant meant that everything was going to be okay forever and ever. And it's so true. It's like, this is the moment. Like, every Hogan beat Andre the Giant, so everything is going to be okay. Um, John, talk about the song and the album that the song is going to be on, and when can people and how can people get it? Uh, well, well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, the, the album's actually coming out June 16th. Uh, there are a few songs... I, with this project, it's called Wolfie's Just Fine. I didn't release it under my own name, which is John LeJoie, because I've released a lot of comedy songs uh, under my own name, and so this is a way to differentiate. This is a little more... It's it's me writing serious music, which sometimes it's not that serious, but it, it, it's, it's different than my comedy stuff. So that's June 16th, and um, on this album, uh, Hulk Hogan is one of those... That's why I wanted to highlight it before the album came out. It's one that's really, really close to my heart. But this entire album is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, not to get too much into this, but I lost my father in uh, early 2022. And this album actually just came out of me wanting to re-record this song I had written for him 20 years ago, which was this song... Um, it's called Song for Dad, and it was just for him. I never released it, but he kept telling me since I, I had given it to him that he wanted me to release it. He said, you got to release this song. It's really good. People are going to uh, really, really um, be moved by it or, or whatnot, however he would say it. And I'd say, Dad, this song is for you. Also, I'm a taco from the league. I can't release a sincere song about loving my dad. It's going to be weird, you know? And so eventually I've been putting out these Wolfie's Just Fine albums. So it's, it's a way for me to do that. But also when I lost him, I played that song at his funeral um, and it was impossible to get through. And I'm, you know, I've, I've, it, it, 
it was it was like yeah you know as you would imagine it being um however it became clear to me i wanted to honor him for father's day last year by recording this song and so uh, my wife said just put it out on father's day i said okay let's do that and i found a producer and i had planned on just recording that one song and then these nine other songs came out of me uh in that time period and we just decided to record an album and hulk hogan being one of them so this album is about looking back it's about appreciating it's about the memories it's about losing people you love it's about uh grief um which is why hulk hogan it's a little bit about the grief of of losing that kind of childhood innocence and joy um but also the appreciation of it um but yeah and so uh there are songs that are a little pop culture centric i like writing uh that's just my life and how I relate to the world. So there's one song on there called Mortal Kombat 2 um, about it's the first thing that I ever felt good at was the game Mortal Kombat 2 in the arcades. And so I, I, I wrote a, a, a serious song about it. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's, that's the album. I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, but no, um, this is, I think everything yeah. you're saying is what people can relate to, you know, you know, I've lost my dad. Tommy's lost his dad. Like, you know, we and and wrestling is a part of that. Those memories for us, because my dad would take me to the matches. And those are some of my favorite memories of my father is him. And, and my father was not a wrestling fan, but uh, but he took me because he loved me. So those moments are like some of my all time favorite moments of my life. So I think a lot of people, when they hear the song that you created, John, it, you know, and the, and you should take some pride in this. They connect with it in that in that way. So I think your dad right now would be very very proud of what you've been able to create for sure. Mm, thank you, thank you uh, for saying that. I I think so. I think so. I hope so. And I remember um, one of the first times I thought my dad was cool. I was probably eight, and um, the, I'm he was French Canadian, and I grew up in in the, a suburb of Montreal. And uh, we're watching WWF around that time. And the Rougeau brothers were there and we were cheering them on. Um, and my dad goes, oh, yeah, the Rougeau brothers. I, I grew up uh, their dad. I know their their dad, who's like uh, their uncle, I think, Johnny Rougeau, famous Quebecois wrestler. And so he knew all about the Rougeaus. And he said he grew up close to them. And we were kind of like, yeah, right. Seriously? What, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Um, and and through him I've actually been really curious about the history of wrestling in Quebec and um, it's really fascinating because in that era and today as well there are there are some you know big Quebecois wrestlers uh, right now but uh, back in the day we didn't find it weird at all we just thought it was normal because in in Quebec everyone has a French Canadian accent and there are uh, Quebec flags. And so we saw the Rougeau brothers, we'd see Dino Bravo, we'd see Rick Martel uh, and Andre the Giant who had a French accent. We just, you know, my dad has a French accent. So I just thought it was normal. There was nothing like, oh, this is special that there are so many people from where I'm from on this thing that is global um, and American. You know, so there is another like relationship to 
my dad knowing also the history of the wrestling that we had no no understanding of um, back then as well. It's a fascinating history. Yep. Uh, and we can, or I'll send you some uh, information if you're interested. We had we did an entire master's class, which is our podcast about that whole uh, territory. We have some great historians that have a lot of information on it uh, that have come on the show and definitely pass that along to you. Your current two favorite wrestlers are Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, both from Montreal and just main evented WrestleMania. So if you get back into wrestling, you're back on top. You know the two top guys right then and there. Oh, I, I know enough about to know about <laughs> them. And I, I actually, I am looking for a window back in because I, I actually just read this uh, great book. Uh, we promised you a great main event. Uh, did you know this book? Uh, it's it's a history of the WWE, um, unofficial history of the WWE. I wish I knew the writer's name. Um, and I just going back and, and learning the history, but then getting caught up to date. And I know that there's, you know, I'm I'm the innocent kid who knew nothing about anything going on in nice. the industry and, and all of that. So I, and also I, I will say on that note, as it, it's nice also, the, um, the song is also being, about being a kid and not knowing anything about anything you're just like yeah these are superhuman figures wrestling each other on this magic box in front of me i don't understand that it's an industry and that it's it's complicated and some people are not so great you know so there, there's also like that's that's lovely to to know but all that to say i got caught up on the history and i was like man i really i think I, this is this is it's time for me to get back into it you know um, well you can always listen to busted open we're on monday through saturday so you can listen to busted open we'll catch up <laughs> john really quick because we, we got about 60 seconds just uh let the let our audience know how they can connect with you and then again how they're be able to get the song and then ultimately the album uh, well, thank you. And uh, well, if they go on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever, just put in uh, Hulk Hogan slammed Andre the Giant. That's the title of the song. And it'll, it'll come up. Uh, the band name is Wolfie's Just Fine. Yes, it's a, quirk, a quote from Terminator 2. Uh, people ask me all the time. Yes, it's the best movie ever made uh, is Terminator 2. Um, and, uh, yeah, album is out, uh, June 16th, um, sincerely, like really, uh, touched by the reaction. Um, I'm, it's crazy how universal that experience was. I'm grateful for you both for having me on and Tommy, please send me Definitely that will. the episodes you were, you were talking about. Cause I was, I was slim pickings on the internet looking for, um, the history mm -hmm. of Quebec wrestling. Definitely got it. And uh, right. sidebar, I just lost my mom about two weeks ago, and my oh. wife uh, passed. She said my mom wanted to sing at her own funeral, and she did this, and my mom sang at her own funeral. And it brought the house to tears, but it was also made me super-duper happy. So uh, mm -hmm. to relate, when your father said you should release something, you did something that your father wanted to do, and you're, you've captured a moment that made everybody happy, like you said, universally. So I'm sure that song will do that as well. So congratulations on making people happy. Like I said, it's it's a beautiful thing when we use our power and our social media for good. And uh, you did a great thing that over a million people loved. So congratulations. And it's nice meeting you in person. And I will definitely send you that information. Thank you, Tommy. That that really does mean a lot. And my condolences. No um, 
and uh, thank you, thank you, Dave, for having thank me. You. Um, holy shit, this is this has been really lovely, and and thank you so much for 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 all of this. Busted open as part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Foundation Channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today.